dude, Hell Week for me, honestly, was one, and I'm not trying to like, be honestly, macho. yeah, I'm not trying to be macho. It was one of the least difficult things you could actually do in butt. Okay, good. It's it's kind well, of I think, like- I think Yost went through it with like a broken hip or something, didn't he? Right, like, I mean, How do you a do lot do of people that? do. A lot of people go through with injuries and I had some stress fractures that I knew I had and some other problems that I knew I had, but I just, no, there's a metric. If you get, if you don't make it through Hell Week or through most of Hell Week, you have to start all the way back over. <laughs> no, nobody wants to do that. No so way. you're you're so tapping out is not ringing the bell is not an option. No, you're limping. No, who rings the bell? That's not even in the equation as far as I'm concerned. Had you ever seen anybody do that, Brent? Anybody oh, ring the bell? Yeah, of course. If and that's we can go. We'll go down some rabbit holes like that later. You are listening to the Heath Fluids Podcast, and we're having candid and actionable conversations about your health, relationships, business, and ministry. And now here's your host, the second chance coach for men, Michael David Huey. Welcome to another session of the Heath Fluids Podcast. Of course, it's another rainy day here in Central Florida. I'm actually looking out. Uh, my guest Brent and I were just chatting, catching up a little bit because we haven't had a chance to talk in like two years because he's been serving our country. And, uh, I respect that. I love that. And I, and, um, I, I, I just love being able to catch up with people. Um, and recently it's, it's so funny. Um, I met, I met my guest today, Brent, in a mastermind that we were in together. My friend Nicholas Barely's mastermind. And, and I can't believe it's been like almost three years ago that we, that we met then and uh, I remember, I remember this like it was yesterday, and it's so funny. Uh, my friend Mark Donigan and I were talking about this not too long ago, and Nicholas kind of likes to do some challenges during the masterminds. And uh, it's funny. I saw Daniel Lim doing a um, uh, a plank challenge, uh, and it brought back to memory of being at the mastermind, and uh, and and Nicholas in the middle of and I had been struggling with some elbow problems and I wasn't going to try to challenge Brent anyway, but everybody was like, "Oh, come on, let's do it!" And they all jumped up and me and Mark, my friend Mark, we decided not to do it right because we knew there wasn't anybody who was going to beat Brent. And so so Brent drops down on the floor and he's underneath the table, okay, and the table has a draping over it, right? And every once in a while. They were, they were, and they were doing stiff arm planks, right? And every once in a while, Brent would stick his head out underneath the draping to look and see if anybody had, was still staying up, right? And it was hilarious. Like, it was so freaking funny. And, and we have kind of this inside joke. We always say, hurry up, right? Because yep. when we were training, yep. when I, I went down and, 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 and uh, being part of the Navy SEALs, we did a beach Navy SEALs training. And even it wasn't anything like Brent's been through with Hell Week and the things that he's done, but it was four hours of Brent and Yost yelling at us, like yep. "Hurry up! Your 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 team is waiting for you." Oh yeah, you know, funny things that we, now, that we now laugh about because it was like "Hurry up!" And then we and then me and my friend Frankie, we just stole that, and so we use it all the time. And I will text love it. every once I in a while and say "Hurry up." You know, your team is waiting for you, you know, awesome. 
And so it was funny. And, and then, and then in that, and in that stiff arm plank challenge, Daniel Lim was like the last person to, to, to try to beat Brent and Brent just stuck his head out and he said, Daniel, you probably should quit because I'm not going to give up. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my friend Mark, we're laughing, right? Like we're just, you know, Brent's just, He's and then he goes back underneath the table and then he sticks <laughs> his head out and he's like, Daniel, have you quit yet? You know, and it's just hilarious. And and and, and I story. think I think Nicholas started trying to push it by counting off for push-ups. Yeah. And I think when yeah. once he started having to shift from the yeah from just the 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 strict plank, yeah. I think that's when he started losing a little bit of his steam. Yeah, and and of course Daniel's sweating like crazy. And Brent's but he was like, in it, man. His, his mind was there. I knew his mind was there, and I wasn't going to be able to break him there. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, was, he was in the zone. But, but see, the problem, the thing that Brent took was, is Brent just stayed underneath the table. So Daniel, you know, you could see Brent was like, and, and everybody was looking, and Brent was still, and he'd stick his head out from underneath the table, and he just had his, it was almost like he was pushing the table up. He was so stiff. Like, he wanted to try to make it a little bit harder. And it was just funny because, you know, it, when we were talking before we got on earlier, is that uh, we were saying, and, and we, what we were saying was, is that, uh, you know, um, it, it, <laughs> it's always good to be able to kind of um, watch how people's mindset is when it comes to those type of things. And what I learned even in that four days um, of training, because I knew that the next time we met at the mastermind, and Brent doesn't even know this because he was gone serving um, in the seals and, 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 and Brent doesn't even know this, but I went and got myself in the best possible shape that I could get in because Brent knew I was an athlete. I, I, at that time when, when we were doing it before I had been in a car accident, had 12 herniated discs in my neck and back. And I was told I was, and, and I, I, I beat it. Like right now I just turned wow. 52 years old. I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, I, I, I actually did 30 miles on my bike today and did a 90 minute workout afterwards. Bro. So I've been, I've been getting Can I after say it too. Yeah, yeah. One, I love it. That dude fires me up so much. And that's why I just want to say something. Cause I'm resonating off of it so hard. When I met you, I was in the worst shape of my life, mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever you want to call it. I was just, I was a little bundle of toxicity and over the last year like it all came to a head last year one of the worst years of my life that i can really remember right but through all that was how i started getting back healthy right and how i started just fighting for me and my space and my mental health and what i my needs you know what i mean yeah and that and my my physical health and bro i can fit into clothes that i couldn't fit into since that i got in 2008 well, let me let me say something about that. I'm back down to fight weight. I'm sorry, but I'm like I'm. Oh no, no let me weight. let me say something about that. Oh, so so that yeah. shows you his mindset. So, you know, even like a, a seal, if you know what they go through when they go through Hell Week, it's like you you either make it through or you tap out, right? You either make it through or you tap out. And it was funny when we were doing that training down on the beach, like there was people throwing up and and people, you know, there was people that didn't make it through, right? And, and so the next year we were at a mansion and I knew Yost was going to take us through something brutal. Right. And so I prepared myself. There was 30 guys that were in the house. And, um, of course I was the second oldest person. Right. 
And uh, I said, look, I'm going to be in the top five every day out of all these 30 guys. I said, and, and I don't care what it takes. The first morning we go out, we're doing this circuit training and Yost has these 10 exercises written on the board and how we're going to do it. And it's going to go in a circuit and we're going to, you know, and I knew, I knew I couldn't beat Chase and, and Jimmy Coleman, 23 years old, 25 years old. You know, I, I was old enough to be their father. I was twice as old as them. And I knew I probably wasn't going to beat Yost. And I knew I probably wasn't going to beat Nicholas, but I said, I can beat the rest of them. Right. And, and both days I was, I was fifth. Right. On, on, and, 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 and then the second day I said, I'm going to try to beat Nicholas. Right. That's awesome. And, and, and yeah. so that was awesome. And so I, I, I knew that, that challenge that you, you'd already prepared for it. You'd already prepared for it. You had exceeded the metrics you'd even set. So you're like, what am I going to take down next? Yes. Right? Yeah. And so, and I like it because Brent started, it. Brent, Brent is the founder of the mountain movers mindset. Okay. And what I like about that is Brent, the, even that day when you heard Brent say that he was uh, physically unable to do what he thought he was capable of doing because he was out of shape. And I mean, and, and I can just look at him now because, you know, I can see him what he looks like now and he looks fitter and healthier and 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 it, and it really starts with the mindset of that and so i just want to welcome to the he films podcast my friend brent lloyd thank you for joining me today my brother awesome to be here awesome to be here awesome awesome, awesome. i'm just stoked we get to catch back up yeah right and and it's funny we were catching back up and i think we probably could have caught back up for the whole time that we were going to do this but i figured we should get this in because um awesome. it's really funny i've had a lot of these that we've been doing i've had uh, some just amazing people on the podcast. And it was really funny. Um, I, I mentioned my friend Frankie before. Um, and, you know, since Brent's been gone, you know, uh, Frankie really dedicated himself to God um, and got married, right? And Ooh, met, his, wow. met, his, met his wife. Oh, man. Um, they, they, they moved to Ooh. San Diego just a couple months back. Somebody and, tied him down. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. So Brent's Brilliant. like, I'm going to have Ooh. to track him yeah. down. Yeah. Big net, man. Yeah. And some so, clubs. Yeah, and we were just talking about we were just talking about that, and I actually going to have him and, awesome. and Janelle on the podcast in a couple of weeks. And uh, Frankie's doing great. Frankie got a, a job. So happy with a, to hear that. Yeah, he got a job with a startup company, um, cool. making probably about a quarter of a million dollars a year doing sales because he's gangster at sales, and it allows his wife to kind of do what she does as an influencer. And they just have a God centered marriage, which I I really like. So. Brent, since you, and I just want to, I just want to say thank you for serving our country the way you have. Um, and, and, you know, there's some things that we won't talk about because we're not allowed to talk about them, but I've seen things that Brent has went through, um, in his life, uh, that, um, shows his dedication to his country, shows his dedication to serving. And I mean, anytime you, go away for a couple years and it's only supposed to be a short period of time that you're going away. You know, that, that calling upon your life. So Brett, why don't you do us a favor? Tell us your story. Let people hear kind of what you've went through, what your journey has looked like. We, we, I kind of feel like I know you, uh, 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 fairly well, but I would really like people today in this short period that we spend together to just to get to know who you are, where you came from, things that you've done, how you served our country, what the SEALs was like. It's really funny. I connected Brent with a friend of mine 
Tim, Tim Douglas, who's going to have Brent on his podcast also, has been interviewing a lot of people in the Navy SEAL realm. Um, and he's actually doing a retreat with several of them. He did one last week and he's doing another, another one this week. But I just like it that we have the access to have relationships with what I would call heroes. Uh, heroes like Brent. And, and to have him kick our you-know-whats that one day for four hours. I didn't really like him then at that time. Uh, <laughs> I have that effect on people. But, but, he, was, but he was really funny. And, 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 and then after that, obviously, we, 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 you know, when we went back and we were swimming and doing the funny things that we were doing. I mean, I remember, I remember Yost getting everybody up the next day and making people jump in the pool. And I think the pool was like 50 degrees or something like that. And it was just crazy. But so yeah. Brent, tell us a little bit about your story and about where you are and things that you're doing sure. now. And yeah. Well, I mean, one thing I would like to say, if it weren't for people like Yost that kind of like back me up a little bit, I probably wouldn't get very many second invites. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so thanks for having me on your show. I'm really excited to be here. Um, so I'm going to try to keep this reader's digest version. I'm not really sure our time frame's right. No, you're good. Um, you got, you got good time, plenty of time. It's an hour and long. Cool. And I'm pretty new to this whole realm. Um, so a little bit about myself, I'll just preface it with, I'm one of those people that just kind of like sees something that they want to do and then just dives in <laughs> and figures it out. For a long time, I beat myself up over that and said that it caused so many problems and so many mistakes, and I let myself get in some negative self-talk. Well, I've been flipping the script on a lot of that. That's just how I operate. So I'm going to try to give myself some grace where I need to and just yeah. accept the fact that sometimes I'm spontaneous and I don't have all the information, but I just go. Love so it. this is what I'm doing. You mentioned Mountain Movers Mindset. I'm rebranding it and relaunching. But... Where I come from, personal history, as best as I can, Reader's Digest. Small town, southern Illinois, corn and cows. Um, just kind of grew up on all those uh, just war books, war histories. Both my grandparents were kind of drafted, and one served in the Korean War, one served in the Vietnam War in a very interesting capacity where he didn't see combat, but it was still pretty interesting. Um, long story short, none of my immediate family members was in the military, but, uh, I just had this draw. I had this just sense of duty, obligation, responsibility, whatever you want to call it. And as I grew and developed and kind of had that passion, I refined how I wanted to serve. Um, but of course I wanted to honor some of my commitments to God, um, and I went on a season of my life and I gave it to him and I uh, entered a period of service, self-reflection as well, and just all that. So foundation. Uh, what ended up happening was it, I didn't get, I was ineligible to join the Navy, period. <laughs> Whenever I had this dream of being in special operations or whatever. So I had to get some waivers, um, process. Eventually, I couldn't join as a, as a, contract for special operations. I had to choose a different job and maybe get there eventually. Long story short, <laughs> I finally, with bad eyes and all kinds of other things, and I shouldn't have even been in there. I had a hole in my heart when I was a kid. Shouldn't have even been in the Navy. I made it through somehow. And then in 14 years, I did seven deployments with them. So I'm still trying to catch up to all of that. <laughs> so that's where I am right now. 
But this slowdown that I've been afforded unintentionally, I didn't expect to be unemployed <laughs> after seven deployments, you know? And so as all of my job options that I'd applied for and set up started falling away and every bit of safe net that I had just crumbled around me, I just kind of had to ask myself some serious questions. And what I ultimately decided was, well, I've done seven deployments. Why don't I do eight? But this one's for me. If I was going to deploy myself with my experiences on the world, what would I do? How would I do it? And for what in state? And so since I'm in a process of self-healing and all of that, that's where I want to start. So I want to start with healing and healing as much things around me as I can. And I don't know what pace I have to go at because I've never tried to do this before. So I'm getting awesome. started with the rebrand. Um, I'm launching a podcast. I know nothing about podcasting. Maybe I'll help you with that. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Luckily, I've made enough friends that have gotten me kind of started. Um, so again, I'm loving it. It was something I dove right in and I'm going to, we're going to have a lot of fun, dude, Amen. we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of good and I'm super excited. So awesome. Awesome. Well, let me ask you an awesome podcast. I know that much. How oh, exactly no doubt. shaping up is no that's coming together as we speak. So thank you for entertaining me on your podcast uh, as I'm growing good. into that. No, it's I'm good. Fired up. That's good. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Why the seals? Why the seals? Um, well, I grew up with uh, the Frogman books from Vietnam. You know, okay. devils yeah. with the green faces, and for yeah. whatever reason, the seal stories appealed to me the most. Of course, I always would always want to go deeper, so I read some of these other government agencies that did different, like startup, like special operations units, and those were super cool too. But I didn't really understand how all that worked as a you know, a kid. I just knew it was interesting, I guess. Um, but I grew up in Southern Illinois, no ocean, no real water, corn, cows, woods. And so I did Boy Scouts. I did some young Marine programs and stuff like that. So, well, before I did young Marines, I did Boy Scouts. And that's when I started like doing like the orienteering and all that stuff. I was like, well, I feel comfortable on the land. Like, yeah, I could go Green Berets, Army Rangers, maybe the Air Force stuff, or do they even have special operations? What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I was going down these rabbit holes in my head, and I was like, well, what would challenge me the most? I don't even know if I could pass the swim test to just get started with those guys. So, yeah, why don't I do that one? <laughs> so that's why I chose that one. <laughs> Are you a swimmer? Were you a swimmer before? I did when I was a little kid. I think my parents took me to the pool to have me have swim lessons just so that they didn't have to babysit me for an hour. But that was when I was like a little tyke, you know, toddler age. Um, actually, a really good buddy from high school. He's helping me out start my podcast. Uh, I lives a little bit down because I'm staying with my parents for a little while while I get all this sorted out. Awesome. Um, but uh, he lives right down the road. He was a big swimmer and his mom was a big swimmer. And they competed. I think his mom was a college competition swimmer, and he just competed, like, in the YMCA Swim League. Well, he took me to the rec center early in the morning and just taught me the strokes, coached me, and then that got me to pass my test. And that's kind of how we uh, 
how I started getting back to swimming, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. So one of the big things, because it was really funny, the, I, I talked about the four hours that we did this, you know, freaking push-ups and stiff arm planks in the sand and running and lunges and swimming and locking arms together. Right down the beach, Hell Week was going on, right? Yeah. Yep. And so, so I've always been fascinated by that. And, and I know, I know we can go into detail and if, if you, if you say, you know, we edit stuff out and stuff like that, but, but tell me your experience that you went through. Cause I've always been fascinated. I've heard Yost talk about it so much. Like, like if you give, if you give Yost a couple beers, he'll talk to you about it for like, you know, like three days. Right. Uh, what were some of your experiences and things that you went through when you went through it? Okay. Uh, can I put a pin in that? Yeah. Remind me of that. I want to relate this to the experience where we met. Okay. Perfect. And then we'll dive back in there. Okay. Perfect. So whenever I was asked by Nicholas just to open up his mastermind and all he wanted me to do is do a seal fitness workout on the beach or whatever. And I'm like, do you have any idea the legal issues with just that alone? Like, and I'm like, okay. The military is going to come and kill me. And yeah. yeah. Right. And I'm like, okay. So now what's your demographic? Like who's in your group? Like, are we talking like, I know you own a, you do a personal coaching business. Like, are these your like top athletes or, oh no. And I'm like, how long am I supposed to do this for? Three hours, four hours. And I'm like, how do I not kill any of them? <laughs> like, so that was a personal challenge for me. I wrote it on my little board that him trying to get me to challenge each and every one of you guys to where you guys, each and every one of you almost wanted to quit or thought about quitting. Yeah, that was a tough nut to crack, but I got feedback that I did it. So y'all are welcome. hundred percent. He did do it. I mean, people with like serious health issues, medications all the way to like Frankie's. <laughs> you know what Chase, I'm saying? Chase and Jimmy Coleman and those guys. Yeah, it was, it was, but Scott hey. Scott Chrisman. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but it was a good challenge. Good challenge, challenge accepted. I had fun with it and I'm glad I met some really awesome people 100%. as a result. Um, now, personal challenges. That was the question you asked me, I believe, as I was yeah. going through the training or just to get to where I needed to be. Um, no surprise, the water, obviously. <laughs> water was, I barely passed the swims. Luckily, well, how, how many days is it? It's like four days, right? Oh, are you talking about just hell week? Yeah. I was talking about the whole seal training. Okay. Pre hell week, basically. Hell week for me, dude, hell week for me, honestly, was one, and I'm not trying to like, be honestly, macho. yeah, I'm not trying to be macho. It was one of the least difficult things you could actually do in bud. Okay, good. It's, it's kind well, of I think, like, I think Yost went through it with like a broken hip or something, didn't he? Right. Like, I mean, how do you a do lot of people that? do. A lot of people go through with injuries and I had some stress fractures that I knew I had and some other problems that I knew I had, but I just know there's a metric. If you get... If you don't make it through Hell Week or through most of Hell Week, you have to start all the way back over. 
<laughs> no, nobody wants to do that. No way. So you're that you're so tapping out is not up. ringing the bell is not an option. No, you're limping. No, who rings the bell? That's not even in the equation as far as I'm concerned. Had you ever seen anybody do that? Brent? Anybody oh, ring the bell? Yeah, of course. And then that's we can go. We'll go down some rabbit holes like that later. But <laughs> you get across that finish line, however you crawl across it. But you get there because you don't want to have to go all the way back there. So. Of course, you go through with broken hips <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Still can't believe that. Blows my um, mind. But yeah, but I mean, that's the thing about Hell Week, though, is honestly, if you just keep going and put one foot in front of the other and put out and you're not like hurting other people by being a burden, there's going to be times somebody else is going to have to carry your weight in some evolution because it's designed that way. But you don't want to be that guy that every single evolution or most of the evolutions that people are carrying your weight. See what I'm saying? Absolutely. You have to carry, carry each other, but you also, you have to perform. You have to have that team mentality. But if you keep going forward and you have that mindset where, okay, we're going to work together and I'm going to go all of my effort whenever you need help. And then whenever I get to that spot, yeah, maybe so you, you give so me a little nudge. Yeah. So that's kind of, I remember it's funny cause you told us, you showed us a video one time and you said no recording because you know, it, it, you can't record it and then go and show, and you, you showed us one of your operations where you were, where I was actually scared for you <laughs> oh. yeah. because I, and I, and I actually tell this story, Brent, to, to, uh, you know, I was glad that you said, Hey, you, you guys can't record this. Don't get your phones out and record us. You know, he's, and, and I remember you were, you were in a, in a, in a dinghy boat with a bunch of other seals and you told me, I asked you a question and I said, so how much are those? packs that you have on you said they weigh about 90 pounds i was like 90 pounds like you have your body weight in a 90 pound pack on your back and 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 the, and the scenario of it was is brent's climbing up this ladder right and and the dinghy boat is kind of floating away and he's just hanging and i said well what happens if you fall off he said you die <laughs> <laughs> I might have said something like, well, watch. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah. yeah. And then I said, well, what happens? He said, usually somebody on our team does the same thing. They go over after you, right? You know? And I was like, wow, like, really? Like, that really, that really gave me a lot of risk, more, even more respect for what you guys go through because, you know, and, and in the, I mean, the boat started, to, the dinghy boat came back close because it was floating away. And then it came back. Thank God, if anything would have happened to me, it would have went back down in the boat. But at that, there was a there was a little bit of time in there where he was hanging on and banging up against the side of this of this freaking big tank, right? And I was like, "Holy shit, he's gonna freaking! Not only is he gonna freaking be fall off, it's freaking gonna bang his body up against this freaking, you know, ten or twenty ton tanker, right? And so just the just the just the uh, the perseverance and the mindset and the things that and and that's why I've always said I even actually said this to Brent when we were in a breakout session, you know I said hey look when you come back, you can teach people how to have a better mindset and of course now, you know he's going to be going into that process of teaching people because I I teach a lot of my high level clients and I just I just recently radically raised my prices because I had people coaching with me for a year and saying, I've got my value in the first three months. 
And I was like, wow. And then, and then, you know, when they sign up, they say, are you going to keep the same price or are you going to raise them up? And I, I said, I'm going to raise them up and they don't flash at it. Right. And so to, to, to your benefit, the mindset that you've had going through that lifestyle. So, so Brent, let me ask this question. When you think about the word accountability, okay, what does that mean to you? Being in the SEALs, being, what does accountability mean to you? Accountability to me is very multifaceted. Good. Um, I mean, first and foremost, I'm on this whole like boundaries kick and this whole like uh, process improvement and self-improvement kick. And I'm just, I'm doing this crazy thing right now and it's fun and you guys just keep staying tuned because it's going to be really exciting. I love it. But I got to be accountable to myself, right? How do I stay accountable to myself? What are those metrics? What are those tools or infrastructure environments that enable that, right? And then I got to be accountable to some type of value or values or character traits, Right. Yeah. So, accountable to God. Yes. God. Like, right. So if that's a value, a relationship with God, higher power, right. Okay. What am I accountable to there? I'm accountable to being guided by him, being mm -hmm. used by him, being an instrument for good yes. hands and feet. <clears throat> okay. So accountable to self, accountable to values, higher powers, right. So, we can get into lots of different ideologies and branches from there, but we're talking accountability and my perspective on accountability. So how are we doing better? Good. How are we doing whatever? So basically deployment Brent is I, I, I'm fighting against toxicity. That is where I want to start. Whenever I start talking about healing, if that's how I can fight something, I want to fight toxicity and that's what I'm going after personally. So, now that we've moved from self and God and we're moving into other relationships, families, parents, children, spouses, communities, work environments, accountability yes. on all those levels related to value of honesty, accountability. I have to be honest with myself yeah. on even where I'm at and what I want or need before I can start. It's good being honest or accountable anywhere else. Yeah. So this is a personal growth thing that I've been growing through and I'm still growing through it. I don't have, I wouldn't say the answers, but I've gotten like my little warning order. I believe my marching orders from God on, Hey, this is what you need to do. This is deployment eight go. And so this is what we're doing. That's but awesome. That's awesome. I have that complicated yeah. relationship with the sea. So I keep, some metrics on me or around me to remind myself some of those humility pieces and the gratitude. And I could not be here with this conviction or this power if I hadn't gone through the craziness that Michael was just describing. Well, you know, what's funny B is you, you couldn't, you can't see it, but you gave me a sticker before you left and it just finally wore off of my computer after three years. Right? And let me tell you what, I've learned stuff about getting swag now that's going to benefit oh, me. You know, you remember the sticker that you gave me? You remember the sticker? I that do. You 
Yeah. I didn't know what the difference between matte finish, vinyl, any of that was when I was ordering stickers. I was just trying to get cool things for my friends whenever we well, went You know what this. it did, and I and I, I want to publicly say this to you, is it 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 you can't see it, but it was right here on uh -huh. my computer, on my laptop. Probably right whole, where you had your oh, wrist. Whole time you were gone. The uh -huh. whole time you were gone. So obviously the wear and tear of it has <laughs> Warren, it just kind of peeled off because it was it wasn't like the uh the dell symbol that's still on over here right that's, that's check it out. The, yeah you know i i randomly found a few stickers check it out so i'm trying to like i said i'm trying to give myself some good anchors and productivity things because my brain's all scrambled and it's hard for me to stay focused of course big challenge but i know the sticker because i found like yeah that's it that's it the alpha sticker that's it bro yeah and I had to cut it down though because the edges were like all brown from like dirt being stuck in there from where, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I found a few extra ones, but guess what? These are all going to be fun little things because like I said, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun with the, what's that? It did for me. It allowed me to pray for you the whole entire time you were gone. I appreciate that. I need yes. so many prayers and like the support network and the prayer network that I've had my entire life through my parents and my families and everybody I've met. Hey, Don, if you see this part, it's kind of, um, Brett kind of just faded out. I don't know. Totally hopefully he's coming back. You kind of, you faded out. Are you still there? You kind of faded out. You're frozen now. Hopefully you'll come back. Still there? Hello? Okay, there you are. There we go. You're, you're back. No, it's just, it, it, so I know. we'll start back recording now through here. It's okay. I have a, I have a guy that edits and stuff. So I, I, I just had, you know, was just talking a little bit about, you know, being able to pray for you while you were gone. And I think it's great that we, and you just said, you know, thank you for that. But I, I just want to say thank you for, uh, you know, just remembering those things. Like, it's just, it's amazing that, 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 that stayed on there for almost three years. Yeah. Right. And, and I, and I actually kept it on, kept trying to press it down. And I got to the point to where it just, it just didn't want to stay on there anymore, but you'll just have to send me some new ones when you get these new ones. Uh, well, absolutely. Hey, I got a couple things for you right there. So okay. one, I, when I get in those big gratitude flows where it's like really coming from my heart, like there's been a trend that the, the technology starts failing. Of course. So, Cause that's how the, that's how the devil works. He doesn't want us, right. to, he, he doesn't want us to uh, get our message out in, in the things. Agreed. That we, yeah. So, so I wanted to call that out here as we move forward perfect. and establish that as an anchor point in truth. Because I was wanting to say, keep praying pray warrior, prayer warriors because what you're doing works. And while I might not have seen it in those moments in time, now that I have the perspective and frame to look back, I have seen the answer to your prayers in unique situations that I've been yeah. in overseas. That's awesome. You Thank know, you know yeah. No, and you know what? That just brings a memory back. And as we, as we, 
finish up here in the next 10 minutes or so, I, I, I just want to share with the listeners. You know, it's funny. My dad spoke death over his life. Uh, all his life, he, he said, you know, I'm just going to hell with the rest of his friends. And I, and I would constantly pray for him and believe for his salvation. And, 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 and about a little over 13 years ago, on uh, a, uh, my wife woke up and she said, your dad's going to get saved. He's going to come to know the Lord and your prayers are going to be answered on tomorrow. And literally that next day, my dad had a pastor come to the hospital. My dad was sepsis. He was in the hospital. And uh, my wife had prophetically told me that that was the day I was going to get saved. And, and sure enough, the pastor said that he told me, you know, my, my stepmother told me, um, she said, your dad said he did not want to go to hell with his friends, that he wanted to go to heaven with his son. And so 30, 30 plus years of, of praying and believing that my dad would come to an understanding uh, that God had plans and purpose for him has came to pass. So thank you for sharing that. So Brent, let's, let's, let's share, let's finish up with this. Um, talk about some of the things that you have in place that you are getting ready to do and how people can connect with you. So uh, I know we've had some breaking up and it's still back and forth a little bit, but hopefully you're still able to hear me and we can, and we can make sure that this goes forth. And I think I just lost you. I did. All right. You back. I am. I right. am. The, de the devil's a liar. So, so let's just, let's, I'm going to re I'm going to restart back and I'm going to say, I'll just restart here in Brett. And uh, uh, Don can can edit this. So, thank you so much for your transparency and what you said about you know, you know, faith is a substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen, right? And Absolutely. as I shared with you about my dad just yeah. a second ago, yeah, um, I want to know now as we close up, like some things that you are are in process of working on. You're rebranding. You're you're wanting mm -hmm. to go that. Share a little bit with our listeners about your vision and your plans and, and things that you want to do now that you have kind of, you're in a new season in your life. So talk about that a little bit. Awesome. So one, thank you for sharing that about your dad. Um, really anchors that point home that we both wanted to anchor in. I'm all about establishing those reference points for myself. Yes. And I do it verbally too to reinforce it more. Yes. The gratitude and knowing that those prayers are not in vain. So I'm saying that. Part for me, mostly for me, maybe for you too, whatever. Yes. Okay. So now to answer your question on my new season, well, as a result of deploying seven times in 14 years and, you know, kind of growing up through that whole process from being a young bunk right out of high school, 19 to now 34, I did mostly good on most things but a few things kind of fell through the cracks you know what i mean but uh we're putting those things back together but the pace of that lifestyle and the the magnitude that you would have to perform at on a day-to-day -day basis it doesn't come without a, a price tag and sometimes that spills over long story short i guess i'm moving into my shameless plug <laughs> um i uh had a bunch of jobs lined up and I was expecting them all to start. 
and I was whittled through all the savings that I'd saved up on my last couple deployments to kind of be my emergency fund. But I thought I was walking straight into employment with a month of leave in between. Anyway, pandemic happened. Praise the Lord, because now I'm in a better headspace. But it doesn't change the fact that I went through all my emergency fund and I'm putting together this whole podcast and this whole brand launch all on credit and all on good faith. So in the future, I'm, well, one, I'm looking for affiliates, some good affiliates to where we can get some uh, cross promotion in, branding in. Um, I'm looking for in the short term, I'm going to do a crowdfunding donation based type structure tree. And I've got the framework worked out. So I'm also, I might do some ask for as little as just doing like an online scavenger hunt. I'm trying to make it fun. I'm trying to create a digital playground with my brand. It's all about my story coming back from 14 years of service, seven deployments in that time frame in the special operations community. Now on deployment number eight to heal and to help. Okay, so I'm going to start. Some of it's going to be some messy stories, not fit for all, for all audiences. I'm going to flag those, okay, so that any listeners can know that if you see some of these tags, might be some mature content. Only go if you're mature enough to go down some weird rabbit holes. Don't know what they might be because I'm going to be real, okay? I have to be. We got to tackle some serious issues, some serious oh. psychological issues, and it's not going to be pretty. So, we're going to need a lot of grace, okay? Um, so, let's just be real and upfront about that. But I'm, it's all going to be about kind of my story, getting to know America as it's changed all around me. Well, not me, a cartoon that I'm creating, a cartoon that I'm creating that's going to be the radio host, that's going to be some of me. And some story me and some alliteration, allegorical, whatever, a cartoon character, whatever, a tune. He's going to be the host there, and he's going to be learning about America as I heal through some of my experiences in the background and promote the podcast and the good charities and businesses that have a similar message. Oh. Um, but it's all going to be around BD. BD, who's trying to become a good distiller, a whiskey distiller. His dream is to one day be a master distiller, and he wants to start with bourbon because bourbon is the only true American export spirit. <laughs> I, so I'm, not laugh, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because I know it's going to be so fun. I, one of my, and I, and I'll, and I'm going to do a connection with you, with him. I have a awesome. friend of mine who um, is a, is a believer. He's a strong man of God. Um, he owns a company called Macro Missionaries. So, and he's this jacked up dude. His name is Jesse Dale and he is a bourbon connoisseur. The love it. I need to learn about bourbon too. Bur I love bourbon, but I don't know much about hey, it. So let let's play. Something. He is a genius when it comes to bourbon. Get me in touch, man. Yeah, and and so I'll I'll do a connection with you. Cool. Um, of 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 what that looks like, and so so let's do this. So let's finish with this. Um, is there any if people want to connect with you and want to get to know you and know more about you and know more about what you're doing and 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 the process of that? How can people connect with you? Okay, like I said, I'm spontaneous. I dive right in. 
and I just kind of figure it out as I go. I started our conversation with that. I don't know if we were recording or not. We are. Just being honest. So, well, I just actually ordered some whiskey through a distiller way more than I actually needed because I thought I was going to get some work that I didn't end up getting. And then I figured, well, how am I going to pay for this order that I just ordered? Like, well, I'll launch a podcast, obviously. Do I know the first thing about podcasting? Do I even listen to podcasting? No. Some of them, weird ones that you probably wouldn't even be interested in, but <laughs> that's all I know about At least podcasting. you're honest. <laughs> yeah. So, right. It's so, so funny you brought that up, Brent, because, I, and then you can, you can finish, is that I interviewed this guy a couple weeks ago. And he said that his new motto was that he had to be hot. And he said he had to be, he had to be honest, open, and transparent. I love it. Honest, open, and transparent. So I like you've it. obviously been that today, my brother. So awesome. you can finish up with how people can connect with you. Yeah, so I have a website up. I'm still working on the social media. I'm still working on a lot of it. It's 2-promises.com. www.2-promises.com. I have it. Eventually, you're gonna, you'll get one email right now as we speak, but I'm trying to make the follow-up email so that you can follow my progress and my growth, different asks for maybe assistance with the donation tree. I'm going to ask for some crowdfunding donations, but I want to give back. I'm going to put together some really cool swag. You were talking about stickers. Yeah. All right? I learned some things, and I met some more connections. I got better stickers now, but I want to take all this knowledge, and I want to give it back to you guys, the donors, and I'm putting together some fun, silly things because part of my healing is play, connect, grow, learn as well, teach a little bit some too. So I'm putting together some cornhole bags, custom branded. I got the material at Hobby Lobby today. I'm going to be building some of it myself, nice. right? And then I'm going to also ask from some of my people that maybe have more money if they want to donate some stuff that I can put into a donated tier thing. All that money is going to help me get my podcast equipment, pay my team. I've, I've got consultants. I've got a, a whole team behind me that's I'm just piecemealing out the little bit of cash flow that I have left to them to keep things growing behind me. So Perfect. any connections that we've got there, I'm open to. So what about to. on social, to finish with this, what about on social media? How can people connect with you on social media? Through your, just through Facebook? Facebook, see it right now. I've got a Facebook community. I got to become an admin to that because my team put it up and, and, and I'm not even an admin to my own two promises group right now. We're working on it. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just speed. I'm a speed demon right now. So perfect. So, so you can follow Brent and I'll put this in the show notes uh, for those of you listening um, about how you can connect with, uh, we'll put his We'll put um, his website his social media where you can connect with him. And then that way, if you website will link me to the social media, the email okay, can you get from there. We'll link them there. Okay, so, we'll put all that, so we'll put all that in the show notes. So um, yeah, sorry about those that. of you listening, thank you for listening to another session of the Heatfluence podcast. It, thank you, Brent for jumping on. I'm excited to connect Brent with more people. Um, to have him on more podcasts so more people can get. Sorry um, uh, to, to those of you listening if you've seen some technical difficulties, but thank God I have a guy that, that, that audio is so good at editing these things and, and getting that. But, um, you know, that's like we said, that's how the devil works. He just doesn't want people to hear me and Brent talking together and, 
So, but we know that he's a liar and all this is going to work out according to God's plan and purpose. So if you're the only way that people get to hear this is to connect with people, connect with Brent, connect, you know, go to the, go to iTunes or Apple or, or anchor or whatever you listen to podcasts on. I now have a virtual assistant that's putting this on almost every uh, platform that there's a podcast on so that we can get it out there and hear more people. So the way you do that is you go subscribe to the Heathfluence podcast and you, you, and then when Brent has his up, then we'll put that in the show notes too. And then you can go and connect and, and hear with them. So thank you for listening to another session of the Heathfluence podcast. As I say on every single one of these, love God, love people and live with vision. My friend Rich Scott says live with purpose and I say live with purpose and vision because the Bible says that people perish for a lack of knowledge and a lack of vision. So thanks again for listening. Have an amazing rest of your day. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Hebrews podcast.